Welcome to Talking Mom to Mom. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. My name is Lindsay and my co-host, whom you will meet shortly, is Rochelle. We are two moms on the opposite side of the same coin. Between the two of us, we have children at every age and stage and hope to inspire those homeschool moms who need to pick me up in their busy schedule, busy just like us. We have come to realize that the best way to approach this sanctifying work of motherhood is with a good dose of humor and humility. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to Talking Mom Tom, episode 23. I really appreciate you joining me today. Normally, Rochelle is a co-host on here, and um, we are taking the summer just doing episodes individually to give each other a break. But I really appreciate you joining me today. We are going to be talking about how to budget our time. I think that as the homeschool, the new homeschool year approaches, we're all starting to think about what are we going to change and how are we going to fit it all in? What did we do wrong last year and what did we do really well and how are we going to just do better as the new school year comes along? I know I am anyway. And I'm getting very distracted by all of those curriculum resale sites on Facebook and spending way too much money. <laughs> Maybe that's happening to you as well. But in the same way that we have to budget our money, um, I need to have a more strict homeschool budget, but in the same way that we budget our money um, in all aspects of our finances, we also should be budgeting our time. And it's quite the concept, and it's really out there on the Internet, I've found out, but the first place I heard it was from Christy Wright. I don't know if you've heard of her. She does something called Business Boutique that's very interesting if you are um, a work-from-home mom, I definitely suggest you check out her stuff because she's got some great things. But um, that's where I first heard this idea of budgeting your time. And it's a very interesting concept and really makes you think about how you're investing your time. And one thing I've been spending a lot of time thinking about is what is necessary and what isn't? (laughs) What is realistic for my life and what isn't? And trying to change things up to where I'm actually giving grace to myself, you know, uh, more so than I have in the past about life happening. You know, kids get sick, I get sick. Making sure that I give myself space for that. So today what I wanted to talk to you about is just some easy things to work through as you maybe approach this year budgeting your time better as a mom, as a wife, (laughs) um, and as a woman for for whatever your life holds. Uh, so the first step is you do want to you want to learn how to say no. Now, if you go back a few episodes, I believe it's episode 18 by Rochelle here on the podcast, um, you will see her. You can listen to her episode um, about learning how to say no. It's a really great episode, but this is something that you need to focus on. We need to learn when to say no and when to say yes, and making decisions and adding things to our schedule. Uh, it is actually a very, it can be a very selfish thing and it shows a lack of discipline when we say yes to everything without moderation. <laughs> and it's also not a good example to our kids because it only adds stress to our lives. It very possibly 
you know, disrupts, at least for me, it disrupts my uh, relationship with my husband even because he gets very frustrated when I just keep adding things to my plate without moderation and I say yes to everything and I am overloaded and everyone else feels it, including me, but yet I keep doing it. So, so why am I doing that? And just kind of honing in on what the core of that, are you afraid of hurting someone's feelings? Do you like being asked to do things? Maybe it's more of a self, selfish thing that you just kind of do subconsciously. Maybe you like being asked um, to do things because it makes you feel important. Um, and maybe you just <laughs> really don't think about it. I know for me, like a lot of times I say yes without even thinking. Uh, and so it's learning how to say yes and no appropriately. And I think that, you know, a couple of different things to do when making that decision is you need, to, this is part of budgeting your time, you need to know what amount of time you need for each aspect of your life in the first place. And then you'll know if you even have time allocated to say yes to that thing that's come up. Maybe it's something for church or something for a family member or whatever, or even a work thing. I know I say yes to too many work things, and this is the year of saying no to extra <laughs> extra work things because my kids need, need some extra attention this year. But So it's learning. Uh, you know, you need to start. We're going to learn how to budget our time here in this podcast, and you're going to uh, know – if you even have time to say yes or no to those things, just the same way as with your money, when you do a budget, you know if you can buy that item or not because you know how much money is in your bank account and you know what your bills are. So we're learning what our bills are when it comes to time. <laughs> and then, we, of course, we have to have play, play money, right? And so the same, we'll have play time as well. Um Okay, so learning your yes or no's, I definitely suggest going back and listening to Rochelle's episode, I believe it was episode 18, um, on here on Talking Mom's Mom podcast, that you can go back and listen to, and she's got some great advice there. Um, know what your limits are. Sit down and, you know, make a list of what the non-negotiables in your life are. So... For me, that you know, what are some main ones that we all know of? Well, Bible study time. Um, we have to, you know, get the homeschooling done. Housework has to happen somewhere. But there are certain things that we can also loosen up on when it comes to that as well, that maybe we're being too perfectionist on. So maybe we think we have to have history and science, Bible reading and math done every single day of the week. Well, for sure, Bible, math, and reading or grammar, you know, should be done every day. But maybe you could get on a more loose schedule with the science and history and rotate that in and out um, on the, you know, different weeks. And maybe you can kind of condense what you're doing and do certain things as a whole family versus individually, and that could cut time. So we're learning what the, you know, we're writing down what the non-negotiables are. But we're also looking at how we can strip our time down uh, to make room for make room for the non-negotiables, but also make room for for other things and free time and um, things that we find important. Maybe like hobbies, or you know, I actually went many years because I was so busy with the little kids, and it was a season of life, and I did not read a book for pleasure, and. Um, 
you know, I was only, the only time I read a book was if it was for a specific thing for church uh, that we were doing or for the kids' homeschool, but it was never just a book that I wanted to read. And because, you know, that that was something that I just let go, but it was something I really wanted to start back doing. And so this year I made that a non-negotiable and I bought some books and I committed myself to read them and I made time in my schedule for it. And so if you have even something like that um, is very important to you, there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Put that on non-negotiable list and we're going to work our way into that. You need to make time for life, like we talked about. You're going to get sick. Your kids are going to get sick. I'm not trying to be all morbid here, but <laughs> um, things happen, and you have to allow time for that. I know so many times I have really thought my week is going to just go so perfect, and I'm going to be so productive and get this, this, and this done, and then it blows up in my face. And then I feel like a failure because I didn't get what I needed to done. But, you know, sometimes we carry this guilt with us, that isn't right. Um, and, you know, life happens and you can't feel guilty for life happening and you're not getting something done that needed to get done just because life happened. So we need to loosen up our schedules a bit to make sure that there is time for that. The same way with our budgets when it comes to money, we always have to make room in our budget, um, you know, to cover the cost of a car breaking down or it starts Start thinking. It's a little bit of a paradigm shift, but think about it in that way. How can you make your schedule work for you and not control you? Um, and so another thing that we're, we're making time for life to happen, and we do need to make time for rest and fun to happen. I have really been in the habit um, in recent years of thinking that if I'm sitting still that I, I'm being lazy. And we have got to get this out of our head um, that, you know, laziness and idleness is akin to rest and relaxation and fun. It's just not the case. The difference between being, like, productive and idle, um, you know, if you're idle, it means that you're you're worth nothing, what you're doing, you're you're not pursuing anything that's productive. If you think of rest and fun, those things actually can be very productive. Um, if you're resting and relaxing, that is the way that your body heals. Um, it all, not just physically, but also your mind. You need to separate um, yourself from engaging in stressful activities. So that's why, you know, God made the Sabbath supposed to be the day of rest, but there's a, a real need for it wasn't just something he created for no reason there was a need for that and he placed that in human beings that we need to have that time of rest to come back to him and it's a healing thing for uh, our bodies and our minds so we need to make time for that and fun and rest also it you know you don't have to be sleeping for it just to be rest it, that also goes into making time uh, or making time for family but making memories for your family as well uh you know factoring in a, a yard game we play a lot of yard games i don't know if, if you've ever done that but we have this thing called yard z um and we have something called Coob. <laughs> These might sound horrible. It's like the the yard Z is a Yossi game that you play out in the yard. And Coob is this um, game where you just throw things back and forth to try and knock stuff over. The kids love it. And ladder ball, there's different yard games like that. And we try and make time, uh, you know, 
one or more times a week to go out with the kids and do that. And that takes me away from housework and that takes me away from my stuff that I do at home for for work and all of those types of things. But it's good for them and it makes memories and, again, it's relaxing and having fun. So those types of things can be productive, and it is not the same as laziness. So we need to work in time into our schedules to make memories with our kids. If that, for you, if it's not going outside and playing a game, maybe factor in, you know, one or two days a month that you completely do nothing. You don't do school. You sit on the couch with the kids, and you stay in your pajamas, and you eat popcorn for lunch, and you watch a movie, or you read books together. And that's your fun and relaxation. I guarantee you will make memories and your kids will so love that tradition. So um, think about what works for your family and your personality and your schedule and then make time for that. So now you might be thinking, okay, we've talked about how are we going to make time for life to happen and fun and relaxation, but how do you actually get things done? (laughs) And I'm always trying to figure out what's the balance between, you know, getting housework done, getting all of the stuff for homeschooling done, and um, work. And that balance is ever elusive. And I'm pretty much sure that because of our fallen world that we're in, I'm never going to find it. And I just need to start being okay with that and ditch the anxiety, which isn't a bad thing to do either. But uh, one thing Rochelle told me about, and she actually got this from Melanie Wilson over at the blog Psycho is Six, and she's also a podcaster here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Um, Her podcast is called Homeschool Sanity Show. Awesome show. Definitely has some amazing tips for homeschool moms. I, I really suggest you go over there and check out her podcast. But she talks about what is your MIP, and it stands for your most important task. And you just have to wake up each morning and determine what your most important task is for the day and get that done first, and then you'll feel victorious. And so if that's making, you know, doctor's appointments or getting your kid to therapy or finishing a certain project that needed to be done for school or work, and that's – if it's something as simple as checking an email or making a phone call, getting that done can make you feel so accomplished. And then if you get that done quickly, you can add another most important task. But definitely making a checklist each day of what you need to accomplish and being able to see those check marks go off. And if you don't finish anything, learn to not make yourself feel guilty. We as moms carry around so much unnecessary guilt, and I'm done with it. I don't know about you, but I'm done with it because it it only brings me down. And maybe it's doing that to you as well. I I am very committed this year to budgeting my time and making sure that I make time for for life to happen and for rest and relaxation to happen. And I'm going to have my priorities and non-negotiables that need need to, you know, happen each day and check those off. But if for some reason I don't get to something, a project for school with the kids or a craft, I'm not going to feel bad about it. We just do it the next day. And nobody is going to, you know, fail at school or not be able to graduate because we didn't fit that craft in or I didn't make a healthy meal that day. I just threw a bag of chicken nuggets in the in the oven and we let it go. Um, one thing I am doing and I would suggest you do is also 
write down and kind of get an idea maybe with your spouse about what are some ways you can cut corners um, to try and free up some time as well. One thing, I am allowing myself a couple of just really easy meals during the week. I'm trying to do better about the freezer cooking and all of that, but I'm just not there yet. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> but um, we have a family of six kids, and just the, the time commitment to the freezer cooking hurts me, but I know that it would do so much better for us if I did it. But I am trying to allow myself to cut corners and do a couple of just super easy meals like chicken nuggets during the week or something like that along with the healthy meals that I try and make. But another thing that we're doing is I every six to eight weeks, I am actually hiring the maid. And never in my life did I think that, you know, this would happen. My mom actually got me one for our anniversary, and we actually we found a really good deal um, on someone in the area that only charges, you know, $20 an hour. This is you just coming a couple hours every six to eight weeks, and it's just to help me catch up because as moms, we all know the laundry just piles high. It's, you, can catch, you can stay on it, you know, for so many weeks straight, and then all of a sudden things just start to build, and it builds out of control, and it causes so much anxiety. And I am trying to be more realistic about what my responsibilities are, and I'm also trying to outline what causes me stress and anxiety, and then trying to find ways to cut corners um, to alleviate that stress and anxiety where I can so that I can just be more present with my family. Um, speaking of being present, you you need to think of those things that keep you from being productive. So do you have a Facebook app on your phone and that's really distracting for you? Take it off. There there are things that um, like that, like a Facebook app or a game app or whatever, that can be very distracting and keeping us from accomplishing our MITs, our most important tasks. And so we need to just be aware of where to cut corners to make things more efficient in our life and cause us less stress and anxiety. But what are some things in our lives that are really distracting to us and not allowing us to be as productive as we could? Um, so along for making more room for life to happen and for rest to happen and for fun to happen and more productivity to happen, we also need to strip away those things that are just so distracting for us so that we can enjoy life and the blessings that God has given us. Uh, finally, I was like to challenge you to find an accountability partner in your life. Now, whether uh, definitely your spouse is someone that you want to have look at your schedule to tell you if um, I think it's good to work together to find to find out if that's a good realistic schedule for you that's fitting everything in. But I would also suggest trying to find another woman in your life. We talk about Titus 2 all the time and how we need to be speaking into each other's life and ministering to each other as women, um, older women and younger women in each other's lives. And you might not feel like you're old enough to minister to another woman, but we're all older or younger than someone. And so we need to be putting in that effort to making friendships and mentoring others. And then, you know what, if I live, I've lived in rural areas multiple times in my life, and sometimes it is very hard to find friendships. So I, if you're one of those people, I am so sorry, and I know that that is very hard. There have been times that I have had to walk up to someone and ask them to do this for me, and that feels very uncomfortable. But it's something that 
you know, a lot of women are looking for, and that person you may be asking feels just as uncomfortable to come to you and ask. So put yourself out there. I can't imagine that someone in your church, if you were to ask that, would say no. Um, it would be a very sad day if if that were the case. And if that does happen for some odd reason that is so on them and not on you. But um, it, it's something that we need to do more of, of getting accountability woman to woman and ministering to each other. So how does that apply to your schedule? I want you to talk to this friend in your life about the schedule that you're making yourself, have her look at it and say if it's realistic. Ask, you know, maybe she'll ask perusing questions about what your schedule entails and, you know, could you could you cut down on this here? Could you add this here? Because she realizes that might be a good thing for you. Maybe it's participating in something at church that you think that you can't be a part of. But she says, oh, no, you could, you could do this here and still, still be a part of it. And you just didn't see that. It's good to have a second uh, pair of eyes. So, um, and and hopefully, you know, if they if you do it together, then you can do that back for for her. So I definitely suggest that. I really appreciate you joining me for this episode today. I hope that these were some helpful tips on budgeting your time. We have a post up on our blog this week, talkingmomsmom.com, on five ways to declutter your schedule, and these are five uber practical steps to stop being busy and start being productive. Again, that's on TalkingMomToMom.com. If you have um, any episode suggestions for us, we would love for you to visit us at Facebook.com forward slash TalkingMomToMom and um, engage with us on our uh, page there. And we often ask if you would like to give us any episode suggestions, you can comment there or you can email us at info at TalkingMomToMom.com. Next week, Rochelle will be back with you, and I know she'll have a great episode in store. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Talking Mom to Mom with Lindsay and Rochelle. Talking Mom to Mom is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.